Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Reno Gorman, Nina Boyd, and the producer, Mike. We've got a really fun one that's uh, focusing on uh, human culture and society mm. and yes. worldviews, and we're going to, I think, have a kind of a laser focus on oh. this, this topic. I don't think we're going to branch out too much on too many tangents here. Uh, we've got your... Uh, fun grammar articles and stories to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> everyone loves grammar. And how China is policing and controlling its population. And how humans are hardwired to be dumbasses. <laughs> and speaking of dumbasses, oh. our first story Always. comes to you from the Department of Justice. I honestly thought you were going to be like, speaking of dumbasses, hey, producer. <laughs> no, no. I was like, this is going to be a real quick episode. No. This is... The more I read it, the more I was like, oh, my God. The headline's great. You know, sometimes, you know, news publications, they really, you know, try and do sensational headlines to, to bring you in. And they did a good job with this one. But it, 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 does, it does a pretty good job. Um, the DOJ, Department of Justice, gave over half a million dollar grant to hookers for Jesus instead of established anti-trafficking groups. Hmm. That's right. Yeah. When I heard the name, I thought, okay, maybe there are prostitutes who are also religious. Not that that makes it better, but it seemed a little more legitimate than what I ended up finding out. <laughs> yeah. So Department of Justice, it, get, it funds um, anti-human trafficking organizations, and it decided to go with the Lincoln Tubman Foundation and Hookers for Jesus over some other highly recommended established groups. And let's uh, let's describe what Hookers for Jesus is, Nina. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay, so um, it was different than I thought. I guess this is like a group of people who used to be prostitutes, and they're trying to transition back into like non-sex worker life. Basically, um, it was started by a former sex worker and sex trafficking victim named Annie Lobert maybe Lobert, possibly, in 2007. <laughs> but it's a specifically Christian organization, if you didn't catch that from the name. Um, <laughs> it operates Destiny House, a one-year safe house program for victims um, of sex trafficking and women who want to leave sex work, um, maybe which it's is hooker, fine. Maybe, maybe it's hookers for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hookers just belong to Jesus. That's right. <laughs> hookers for George. <laughs> it's like people for progress. It's like that kind of, yeah. Um <clears throat> oh my god so that's all fine whatever i mean it's fine but like there are some strict rules in the safe house that people have a problem with it's become pretty controversial uh they don't allow secular magazines with articles pictures etc that portray worldly <laughs> views or advice on living sex <laughs> clothing or makeup tips so uh, basically just about so any goddamn magazine and publication magazine ever yeah like i guess maybe crossword puzzle magazines they could do those <laughs> I don't know. Only if the clues are about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they also have, uh, apparently... Lamest man- crossword puzzle ever. <laughs> like, every single word is just Jesus. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. They also apparently require attendance at their religious services. Um, the founder denies that claim. I don't know. Uh, and, and then, this is my favorite part. They have a staff manual which says homosexuality is immoral. Um, and I guess like a public records request obtained this manual, basically. And uh, the DOJ's argument was they didn't have access to this group's manual at the time of the grant 
Mm-hmm. Um, Way to go, like, DOJ. <laughs> like, no, you have access to everything. You're the government. You can find it, you know, before you go around, like, throwing millions of dollars to people. Why don't you look up what they do? Yeah, and having uh, anti-homosexuality uh, rules is against their discrimination law. discrimination law. So yeah, it's like a it federal, should be, yeah. yeah, yeah. So th- this should be legal for our tax dollars to be going to a hate group <laughs> right. like this, basically. And forcing them to go to uh, religious services, let alone just make them not... <laughs> not <laughs> be able to read magazines. Them, yeah, they can't read basically anything. I mean, they could read books. Right? Lame books. Yeah, the Bible. Well, that's about it. it well, <laughs> the Bible is the greatest story ever told, Reno. So. Yeah, it's a good novel. <laughs> it's a long one. Um, so that, that group is... That's that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great that our, that our tax dollars are, some of our tax dollars are going to, uh, help anti-human trafficking, but, uh, yeah. this group, eh, I think it might kind of miss the mark. It's catchy yeah. name though. Got a hand to that. They yeah. had so many other groups to choose from. Like there are a lot of established, you know, and, right. I mean, to be fair, this article does not say how much grant money went to those groups, but it is making the point that like this much grant money went to these two groups, which, yeah. you know. Most people wouldn't pick as the well, pinnacle of, yeah. They're trying to help, right? Mm-hmm. The only problem is, is they attach their fucking belief system to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's people. So, and the Department of Justice is the one that gave them this grants. Mm-hmm. How do we ask the Department of Justice to fucking find other people that aren't religious oriented to do this kind of work? Yeah, that's true. Like, why? Well, I guess that's. A, but like, there I, are groups that. At least they don't put it like in their manifesto that they're all about Jesus. They might be religious, but you like know, AA. they're not. Yeah. yeah, but they're not like, you know, keeping their members from reading outside materials. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with it is it's like, yeah, you're doing good work, but you also are kind of a cult. Yeah, it's kind of oppressive. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't make fun of this stuff. Like, really? I know. I actually, <laughs> it's fucking weird. I don't make fun of trying to stop like sex trafficking and all that other shit like that like i don't know why that's like a don't touch it subject for me well because it's messed up yeah jesus wouldn't like it i don't give a fuck about that i just think it sucks <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i don't know why i should be talking shit but i'm not human trafficking's bad yeah okay oh there is, there is one more um critique of that group which is apparently they have very little experience with male victims minors or foreign victims which is like the whole demographic of human trafficking like maybe not the male part but like the minor well, part for you know shipped in mm-hmm. yeah from other yeah. countries minors yeah. you don't know what's going on you know uh so apparently the founder of that group was like oh that's not accurate you know you guys don't know what you're talking about you have to run one of these safe houses or have been a victim to understand sure. what i understand which I, whatever yeah. but also i can see that that safe house is full of a bunch of like white women who love jesus that's yeah yeah could be the case yep so uh, moving on and uh, using religion and ideology as restrictive uh, oppression and control, um, our next article comes from U.S. News, and it talks about how basically religion is the root of all problems and war specifically. And uh, this is uh, maybe a controversial statement or maybe kind of hard to back up. They is inter- it really controversial in 2020? Well... Uh, People who are religious might think it is. 
And like something like 80 or 90 percent of people are still freaking religious. I don't understand why. I thought it was 70. <clears throat> I think it's closer to it's 80. It's going up. It's, it's actually going yeah. up. Yeah, I was going to get to that later. But Sorry. according to the Pew Research, they anticipate uh, religiosity to increase <laughs> by like 13 percent over the next uh, 30 years, 40 years. After all the episodes we've recorded, we yeah. couldn't we even make a more. dent. God damn, we have to get are... a grant from the government. Let's change our name to Six Degrees of Rumination for Jesus. <laughs> then they will give us hella money. Six uh-huh. Degrees of Rumination for Jesus. It just rolls right off the tongue, awesome. doesn't it? Start a safe house. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they, Pew, uh, oh wait, the Best Countries Survey. Oh, survey yeah. 21,000 right. people from all over the world. Um, the majority of response identified religion as the primary source of most global conflict today. So you know, that's asking your average Joe throughout the world what they think. That doesn't mean it's scientifically backed. It's just people's opinion. Um, but it goes on to talk about um, how uh, people's worldviews and ideology and what they think is going to happen to them after death and, and in this world that um, it draws kind of a hard line and it creates an, an us versus them. And uh, those views are pretty static and hard held and it can lead to alienating and violently defending what you believe in. So yeah. we've seen that before with lots of religions. Like Really? Where? <laughs> I can't think of any well, example. I, think I heard one story about it a while ago. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, like all the groups that are like really fundamentalist, um, you know, and, and they're they like Reno was saying, like they're pretty steadfast on their views and they are willing to be violent towards people who disagree with them. You know, it's mm-hmm. all in the name of religion. And this article focuses on one person's story. She was uh, raised to be Muslim and she ended up renouncing the religion later and her family like came after her, um, threatening to kill her and all this other crazy kind of shit. But she left the religion because she was forced to marry a member of Al Qaeda as a teenager and, you know, she was like beaten if she didn't memorize the Quran correctly and all this other stuff that like people who are really fanatical about religion can do. Yeah. So Sounds she thought, fun. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine why she didn't want to stay. Why aren't more people joining religion? Yeah, I mean, but they are. That's the crazy thing. And actually, like the Muslim faith is, is the one that's <laughs> supposed to grow the most. I think I remember reading that in here. And I don't give a shit. I, I'm going to say it. We're going to get canceled But people for are afraid it. to leave, you yeah. know, or afraid not to agree with their families because of this. So. Like every religion is wrong. In my opinion, yeah. every religion, like either there's good lessons to be learned from it, but the entire belief system behind them is fucking wrong. Mm. Um, when you have to use violence to get your point across like that, like, and you see that a lot in like we did the Crusades, right? Like all mm-hmm. that violence, forcing Christianity and going out there and doing that. Or like now, killing the, people who wouldn't yeah. join it. Yeah. And the, the royal we. The royal we, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we. Not, I remember those not, days. Not we is in Six Degrees of Rumination, but the royal we you know, who were white, came from that kind of background. We, uh, the, our ancestors were responsible for all those crusades and wars and everything based solely upon force-fucking Jesus into other people's lives. Force-fucking Jesus yes. into other people's lives. That could be the title, that, you guys. There you go. Keep that in mind. <laughs> like, we haven't learned from history. It's just, here we are, we're going to, like, people, Muslim religion is going to be the biggest join, and... You can hate me for this and call me racist if you want. It's not racist to point out the fact that their practices are fucking archaic. Well, okay. Yeah. But I think like every religion, yeah. there are people who have varying degrees of 
craziness. Yeah, about sure. It, Every religion know? has that, but right some now some people this, are just like. Ah, but right now, the, the other religions have toned it down, mm. and they have kind it. of. Well, yeah. hookers yeah, we are, for Jesus. I mean, well, we're not like the, like Christians and Catholics aren't doing the fucking crusades anymore, right? Not that I'm just not publicized, but I I feel okay. like somewhere there are people who are like. Except Jesus or die, and they're like okay. hardcore. Coming about from it. coming from America and coming from Europe, yeah. you're not getting crusade like behavior yeah. out of yeah. us. But you're getting. Except crus- for if you think about like support for Israel and Middle East, like I, yeah, you, you might like there's yeah. like again that's kind of a controversial statement of like is America in it kind of like a religious war against I mean Muslims and Islam and like the the so-called Muslim ban that Trump enacted that prohibits right. people from basically Islamic countries from coming into our country. Like, that's kind of... Well, devil on the shoulder, though. When you look at these kind of behaviors, wouldn't you be worried about that? Infiltrating your society based upon not that behavior? Right. Yeah, we only want our religious craziness. Mm -hmm. No, I don't even want our... Like, (laughs) uh, listeners know right now, I don't want any... Like, religion is something that should be personal in your own home, away from societal rule. Yeah, but but part of religion is trying to, like, convert people. Well, your religion, your your ideas of of how and why the world should work, of course that's going to influence how you think Mm -hmm. public policy should go. And how you interact with people. It's it's so hard to to separate that. It'd go against your your worldview, your understanding. Your fairy tale. Your fairy tale. So um, that's what makes it so hard and complicated. And... I like Harry Potter. What about you? <laughs> never, never read the books. One day you you'll should. read the books. Yeah. I'll smoke but, pot if you read Harry Potter. Yeah. Done. No, wait, no. <laughs> we'll do it together. Damn we'll it. do it together. No, I'll smoke pot. <laughs> you real? read it to me. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, All right. How about we'll say Lord of the Rings for our fairy tales then? Okay. Brothers Grimm. Let's go back. Uh, okay. Yeah. All the way back. Um, there's that balance of like respecting people's beliefs. Like, yeah, you can believe whatever you want, and I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I don't want to offend people. I don't but at the same time, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, your shit is dumb, and and sometimes if <laughs> your shit is dumb, your that's shit another is dumb, good title. And so like, if you yeah. bring it up and like throw it in my face, like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check you on your dumb yeah, fairy tales. It's yeah, dumb. and then they'll and kill you. This article talks about how like like you said earlier, you know, like there's there's fundamentalists, there's kind of closed minded um, people. Um, this uh, uh, Andrew Tix is a psychology professor. Um, he talks about the psychology's big five theory in which openness to experience is one of the five key personality traits that is influenced by genetics and shaped by experiences, by nurture and nature. And so when you have you have some people that are religious or maybe just spiritual, you yeah. know, they're not dogmatically religious. Um, <laughs> they are they're a little more open to um, like a sense of mystery and, and acknowledging that yeah, they don't have everything figured out. Yeah, or like they could change their mind if they yeah. come across new evidence. And, or, you know. But then you have people that are just like hardcore religious and they, yeah, they follow that, by the book. They still believe in Noah's Ark. Right. Like there were there were two giraffes, they take the two Bible, donkeys, literally. two mice. Yeah, or like, they, you know, like or the they only read here. the Bible and they don't. You know. And this article goes on to say, like, the stronger a person's vi- convictions is in their identity and their religion, religion's like maybe the main ingredient, the main variable in someone's identity. The more prone they probably are to violence. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. because they have nothing in their brain telling them maybe you shouldn't do this. It's yeah. all about their. They do. They're just not dogmatic. using that part of their brain. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but your brain. Like we've seen that your brain will sort of like trim down connections if they're unused and eventually they'll sort of like wither away and die. Mm-hmm. So I, I think some people do actively try to like get the logic part out of their brain. Yeah. Until no, it's like this we big, need you know, brain duct tape. 
brain duct tape so that those connections don't get broken how do we create that scientists get on this i feel like we could get there one day you're you're leading the fight against this horseshit scientists get on this yeah our next article is really similar but kind of like segueing um they make a point of uh talking about how religion i think most religion has good intentions right Mm. but Maybe. You know, right? But tell, it, tell. It, cre- it creates an us and it creates a them. And when you create an us and them, you're automatically threatened by them, and it automatically creates a fear and uh, an inequality, and it automatically creates tension and 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 violence. But also, yeah, like suspicion and mm-hmm. you know, and secularism, science. I, I think that helps. Uh, create a more level playing field. I think that, that uh, it helps uh, dismantle some of that us versus them because it's all just it's just we. It's just I think, what is. I think that that only works because way. you like science and you trust science. And if you're the kind of person who's like religion is all there is, that sort of thinking of like oh science is for everyone and science makes everyone on the same side. Mm-hmm. I think that just makes people who. Um, are prone to reject it, even more reluctant to take it right, seriously. Right, because they're religious. Yeah, yeah. They're like, ah, oh, no, science. These exactly. scientists are crazy. They're making up shit. They're liars. They, they're not religious. It's like, you know. But the cool thing about science is it requires logic, and logic mm, sometimes... But what did I just say about yeah. people's brains? With their, They refuse to use their logic centers. Yeah, and that, no, that's yeah. the, I'm just saying the cool thing about science is sometimes... You get proven wrong and you're good with that. That only you can only be proven wrong if you listen to the person talking to you. Yeah, that's, you know? a, that's the problem. But that's they what science is up. about: is like, being proven wrong. It's like, yeah. oh shit, they're almost happy to be proven wrong because that means they learned something new. Exactly. Yeah, and then no, the perfect segue yeah. to yeah. our next article is very similar in topic. It's um, titled "Humans Are Hardwired to Dim- to Dismiss Facts That Don't Fit Their Worldview." Mm-hmm. Whenever people are confronted with facts that um, don't line up with what makes sense to them or their perception or their opinion, they tend to reject it or trying to yeah. find some way to poke holes to it or just flat out ignore it. It's really hard it. like to, to allow yourself to consider something new and to be like, oh, well, if this is true, that must that might mean that like these six things I always thought were true aren't true anymore. It's really hard to right. get in that place where you feel comfortable doing that. And then you have to dismantle your whole belief system. It's a lot like, of sometimes work. that reverberates yeah. down your entire belief system and you have to build everything up from the ground up. And yeah. the thing is like kids or teenagers, like that happens Their all the brains time. Are so plastic. Yeah, you're yeah. you're learning what the rules of well, world is and what some human kids. behavior is. If they're Christian kids, they're not going to. It's true. I mean, we've, we've but seen as adults, that. like it's hard to just go back to square one and just dismantle everything and rebuild things. Or well, I mean, you see that in a lot of different things. Like you see it like in technology acceptance. The older you get, the more like, what's this confounded thing? Yeah, how to yeah. use yeah all that new stuff. So I mean, that's that's uh, yeah. It would be kind of cool if we could, I don't know if there's a safe way to do this, but like somehow with our brains, just sort of like wipe everything clean, except like you learned how to walk and Mm -hmm. go to the bathroom and all that stuff and start over again, like every five years and see if you become a different person. It's called psychedelics. I don't want to have to learn to wipe. It costs like 15, 20, 25 bucks and it's incredibly good for you. Okay. Anyways, that's my little plug uh, for psychedelics. (laughs) Sorry, mom. (laughs) Does Um, your mom listen to this? 
Probably not. Yeah, I was going to say. My mom listened like one time. She's like, nah. Yeah. She nah. listened one time? Yeah, you were there. My mom listened one time. Yeah, I feel like everyone's mom listened one time. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were <laughs> disappointed. I, I don't think I've ever told my dad about it because my dad's like hyper religious. So yeah. I'd be like, dad, you can only listen to episodes 32 and 49 because <laughs> that's Christmas the only ones, ones where we don't... Uh, ba- no, I'm, are you kidding? I bash oh, religion true. especially hard oh, on yeah. Christmas. But maybe like this particular article would be the one he could listen to just to... I think he'd hear it, but I don't think he'd listen to it. <laughs> they're too yeah. they're too hardwired. Yeah. There you go. I mean, um, what I like about this article is at the very beginning, uh, it says something is rotten in the state of American political life. The U.S., among other nations too, but the U.S. is increasingly characterized by highly polarized, informationally insulated ideological communities occupying their own factual, factual universes. universes. Yeah, that's a great line. It's how the world views us right now mm-hmm. like they they totally and I, I mean i see it too i mean I, I read the news way too much probably but um yeah we're we're <laughs> so at each other's throats and we're so in different camps and i love and it defending well, each other you know defending people that only support our views and mm-hmm. we become echo chambers in our social media posting reposting supporting only things that yeah support our worldview instead of having honest conversation honest debate like which you, you might be proven wrong and have to learn something and have to reevaluate that's that's hard work it's see, much you easier can to choose, just like what to pay attention to and what to see in like your news yeah. feed and google learns from your behavior and your search history mm-hmm. like what you're gonna look at so you can sometimes even accidentally curate your own world yeah you know? yeah and, and i mean people and i hate it when people on facebook like oh i'm blocking this person because they like trump or i'm blocking this person because yeah. they posted an anti-vax thing or, or whatever like you don't have to hate a person because they're stupid you're seeing it every, and you're seeing it everywhere and like you, like you're seeing it in so many dirt like even in like the small cliques of people like mm-hmm. people used to meet up and do rad shit yeah, together, and, and, and no one does that anymore. Lightheartedly, because, yeah, yeah. Like it's almost like people are avoiding each other now because there's always that underlying threat of getting into that disagreement, mm-hmm. and then polarize. Like, like there's too, like you said, there's too much us versus them, and everything. Um, I I have said it 200 million times on this podcast, Trump 2020, Trump 2016. You guys still hang out but with yeah, me. I was just going to say, yeah, all of us Only because you're remained. married to her. <laughs> yeah, and I have all the recording equipment. Yeah. All of us have remained friends. And I think, I mean, like, Reno, over the years that we've known each other, I think I've become slightly more conservative than mm-hmm. you. But it's mm-hmm. pretty hard to be as liberal as you also. I think I've probably become slightly less liberal in some in some regards yeah it's just oh, it's just, oh. like, like well you're also getting old like issue by guys, issue is how everybody should roll stop calling yourself conservative stop calling yourself yeah liberal. yeah 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 i'm just saying be issue by issue of, you know you, do you know how yeah. much more shit would get done if we got rid of this like two-sided oh don't get me bullshit? started don't get me you know, started that, no we'll you know that's the one this, thing this you episode and, will last a yeah. goddamn hour yeah you you and i have always agreed on that we need more than two parties yeah. we need more than that yeah the political infrastructure is hardwired for a two-party system which is why one of the reasons why it's so hard but it's incredibly off. incredibly <laughs> viable um so this this um article also kind of begins talking about um it talks about left and right you know side of politics on the on the right side you know um global warming is either a hoax or uncertain to be worthy of a response and vaccines and fluoridated water or GMOs, you know, that's obviously 
awful and to play on the global warming thing mm-hmm. it is 70 degrees in california today yeah. everything and it's every tree is blooming yeah, northern california yeah. yeah we're getting this weird mix of like wintry molds and spring pollen which i am not enjoying yeah but yeah it hasn't rained since what like thanksgiving yeah <laughs> or something yeah. your guys is june is our february yeah. yeah um but of course we know we know like for sure that uh, global warming is real and it's human caused and that there's there's no link between autism and vaccines that's been thoroughly debunked mm. um, and we fucking know that Trump's a liar and that he's not the victim of some conspiracy and while news often spins things and uh, sense, makes things you know uh, sensational that kind of stuff Still a lot of the new, you don't you don't have to fabricate anything that Trump does you just say what he did yeah. or say what he said and it Although, speaks for itself. I will say, like, it's it's easier to accept, like, the scientific proof for, like, climate change and, and like, the autism and vaccine stuff than, like, looking at a person who, yeah. I don't know, you know, like, yeah, we don't sure, know yeah. what's going on in his head. Like, nobody can know what someone's thinking. Nothing's, just, nothing is going <laughs> on in his head. Me, it's all... Just go with me for, you know, on this for a second. What if you People support are the compulsive way lying. more difficult to, to sum up with facts and stuff than, like... Uh, mm-hmm you know, weather patterns or, yeah. or medicine. What if you're like me and you have the devil on your shoulder and you listen to it and then we're like, dude, this is kind of rad. <laughs> Science has disproven <laughs> the devil. So. Yeah. And what is like, okay. No. Metaphoric <laughs> devil. You know, you got that little fucker there, you know, or at least the, the internal evil inside. Mm. And you're just like, yeah, I kind of like the chaos that the past four years has been. Let's keep this going. Like Tyler Durden kind of. I, I am totally okay with watching our government burn the fuck the thing down is, and starting it's back not over. Gonna, it's not going to burn down and start over. It's just going to be like a whole bunch of nonsense that people are obsessed about for a couple months. And then once he turns out or whatever, or even after eight years, if it happened, like people are going to forget all about the lessons we might have learned and just continue on the way we have been. No, we'll just become a big Amazon warehouse. Well, at least we'll get shit done, you know. <laughs> we'll get shit delivered. Um, this article also um, talks about the left. So, like, liberals might have a hard time accepting facts about gun control. Yeah. Oh, I know. Or about, like, nuclear waste or the repercussions of using lithium batteries instead of fossil fuels. And you mean the human like. slavery that's happening to power all of our that's stuff? That's actually right. one, yeah. like, really big point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a really, really that everyone big, is ignoring your <laughs> iPhone came from slavery. Mm, that's what I love about it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you are getting more conservative. Look at you taking over the producer's I gotta, spot. I gotta say some <laughs> stuff. I've been pretty tame this episode. You took it over. Yeah. Um, this article kind of goes on to say kind of what we talked about in the about the previous story that uh, there's an us versus them, and we have kind of like a group identity or. You know, um, a, a set of morals or held beliefs, and it's hard to it's hard to um, pick that apart and mm. and uh, and not have a cognitive bias. Yeah, and like it. The other thing I like in this article is they're saying that the more you learn and the more you're exposed to politics, science, and and all this other shit, the more stubbornly you cling to your incorrect views. So mm-hmm. they were saying that like. Um, the chances a conservative is a climate change denier are actually higher if she or he is college educated. Right. Um, they. Funny. Yeah, I knew that's <laughs> <was> going <laughs> to correct me on that. I actually felt bad I didn't catch that before. But yeah. Oh well. 
Um, I'm just quoting the article. They say he or she only. So, so th this is why this is why I'll tell people if I'm going to have a conversation about politics or religion or you know you know big picture kind of things that obviously have like different views of. If I'm only going to like debate or talk with you if we can spend 20, 30 minutes to actually have like a real conversation rather than just spending five minutes arguing. talking past each other and arguing. Like I'll give you like 10, 15 minutes. Like tell me your whole spiel and I'll promise to listen to at least three of your key points and be open-minded if you do the same for me. Because if we're not both willing to listen for five to 10, 15 minutes about big picture things to like really talk and unpack these things, then we're just going to talk past each other. We're just going to argue and mm -hmm. we're just going to be name calling and it's just, it's not going to go anywhere. If you're not willing to spend 20, 30 minutes to have a real conversation and actually like check and like, listen and and uh be open-minded giving them the benefit of the doubt then neither of us are going to budge it's a pointless exchange otherwise. yeah yeah exactly so i don't know food for thought if you're going to have any kind of debate or argument or a conversation with someone who disagrees with you like come from the point where like i will actually listen to you and give your your worldview and don't insult chance. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the right. thing that just kills me. It's just yeah. like, what? You're a Republican? You're fucking dumb. Oh, yeah? Well, you're a Democrat. You're fucking dumb. Right. Like, like, you don't have to make fun of Trump's hair or his orange skin. Like, there's plenty of other things to pick him yeah. apart about. Like, I don't give a fuck about his, his no, style. No politician. Politicians have not been handsome for a while. Let's just right, right. be like, honest. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, <laughs> you don't need to make fun of how he looks or anything like that. You know, like, there's far more things to that are more important to pick apart and be mad about. Yeah. I am I I applaud Trump's hair. You know, man went bald. I mean, it's you know. He found a it way. It applauds to, you too. It, a, <laughs> he found a way. It does when it's a windy day. Um, he found right. a way to cover the dome <laughs> in a very interesting, entertaining manner. Very unique. Yeah, very unique I'm, style. Yeah, I'm not a hater of the Trump mm -hmm. dome. Yeah, whatever. You know, I also I you know when I'm driving around in my car, um, I'll listen to talk radio, which is that, all conservative. Yeah, and. A lot of it's garbage and it's it's very hateful and it's very us versus them and it, it usually portrays the Any left the or the bias, Democrats yeah. as being communists and they're hateful people and they're they're blockheaded and they're bleeding hearts and yada yada yada. But one out of fifteen things they talk about is interesting or makes a point that you don't hear on secular news or left leaning news and I think it's just good to listen to what um what they have to say and like their their perspective and their their feelings because if you don't if you don't understand the other side you we're never gonna we're never gonna coexist pe peacefully even if you disagree with them or don't even if you don't respect them like you have to understand where they're coming from plus you never know what you might learn i listen yeah. to i listen to two sides probably like how you do yeah and i'm mostly on a podcast thing i'll listen to like real time with bill maher Mm -hmm. Which I know a lot of yeah. real far left people don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. Um, I don't I, like a lot of things he says. I don't, but it, he has, <clears throat> still has an opinion. He's, yeah. He still leans left. And then I'll listen to like Ben Shapiro. And guys, stop. He's not a Nazi. Okay. <laughs> like, he, and that's the thing is, I don't agree with either one of them mm -hmm. 100%. It's just taking different viewpoints and trying to figure out your own shit with it. Mm -hmm. That's it. So. Yeah. And yeah, do that. Like mm -hmm. maybe like just give both sides a, a try. Yeah. Don't just dip from CNN and don't just dip from Fox News. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. if you if yeah. that's so how you're doing extreme it, extreme sides of like, like yeah. whatever you do, don't double dip. 
from right. Fox News or don't double it's dip like from CNN. It's like putting your whole mouth yeah. in the news. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're only, if your only news source is known to be that biased, you're just doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. And that doesn't matter what side of the spectrum it's on. You're just mm-hmm. doing yourself a disservice. You have to listen to what the other side is saying. Mm-hmm. You have to. You might yeah. not agree with well, it, but you have to at least listen to it to you, at least form an opinion. Hmm. And you could either listen or you could... Or yeah. you, I was going to segue, but you were going to no. say something. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> don't like 98%, 99% of the memes you post on social media that have to do with politics, they're fucking garbage. They're not helpful. You can't, yeah. you can't boil something that important or that meaningful down into a sense or two. With a picture of an orangutan eating an orange. Yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah. It, it takes to make a really uh, uh, a meaningful stance or to make a provocative statement or, you know, to back it up. You need more than just a clever, witty sentence or two and a cool picture. Like, so you're just doing everyone a disservice, like research it, double check. If you see a news story that you like and you're like, oh, that proves my thingy. Like, just double check it from another fucking website. Just double check from another news media source just to see. If it's only that news media uh, organization that's publicating that, then it's probably not that factual. And for Christ's sake, stay away from opinion pieces. Yeah. Those I mean, some worst. of them are okay, but, you know, some, a lot <laughs> some of them are yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, but if you don't want to do all those things and you just want to, like, you know, blow people away who disagree <laughs> with you, <laughs> well, have we got a weapon for you? <laughs> move overseas to China. Yeah, uh, they have, uh, what are, what's the technical, laser rifles. There's <laughs> the, no other way of putting it. They got laser rifles now, folks. I can't. Like, the, well, pew, pew. Yeah, well, No, okay. they don't make a noise. No. You can't see the lasers. Right. They're silent and invisible. The but apparently are, not, not deadly. They're not they're, classified they're, as fatal or lethal. They're classified as non-lethal. But yeah, but the that's burst bullshit. Of, the burst of energy um, could catch you on fire it yeah. instantly carbonized and who hasn't survived that <laughs> i'm I, in right so yeah, just, here's yeah. the thing we've had some like laser weapons for a number of years now and there's probably some like ultra top secret stuff that's not you know publicated to the uh, general public it takes an immense amount of energy to blast laser for it to be effective and cause damage and so, accurate right and yeah. accurate yeah so these these rifles, which you can carry around, they they hold a thousand rounds. They can it's shoot so a thousand shots. Fucking crazy! And it's like about the weight of a, what an AK forty-seven. Yeah. So it's not it's like, like a huge weapon that you like have to have on a vehicle or something. Like you can carry it around. Right. So I mean, imagine a gun that could carry a thousand bullets. It'd be fucking huge. Yeah. It'd be, you couldn't definitely carry be it. right. You couldn't carry. It. This yeah. thing can carry a thousand shots. It's a fifteen millimeter caliber weapon. Weighs about six and a half pounds. And it can shoot from about a half mile away. Mm. That's that's pretty good. That's yeah. fucking yeah. sniper. And you can't see it or hear it, so you wouldn't even know. You're just down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it, it could be attributed, um, what did they say, like, um, as like an accidental thing. Like, there's no way to right. trace that someone was actually shooting at you, trying to kill you. When yeah. do they become available to the public? Well, in China, they're not going to be to the public. It's yeah. just for the when uh, they become- Chinese armed police. Yeah. That's, that's so, it. So, so they're gonna, wait, the people beating the given, shit out of the Hong Kong citizens is, are the ones that are going to get look, the look, laser look, weapons? Okay, it's ready for mass production. The first units are likely to be given to anti-terrorism squads in the Chinese armed police. So fuck dissenting opinions. We're going to laser your ass. And it says that it causes the instant carbonization of human tissues and skin. 
Yeah. So there's Which, no blood or bleeding or anything. It just crazy. Yeah, here, just turns here's into, a hole with some scab. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's That's, like some uh, what's that movie where they go through the black hole and then you know what I'm talking about? Event Horizon. Yeah, it's like I some just, Event Horizon shit. I just watched Event Horizon last night. God, it's more disturbing than you would. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty I gruesome. Love yeah. that movie. I yeah, fell asleep with it on one time and I woke up at the point where they were like already through the black hole or whatever and oh, everyone's man. skin was melting off and I was like, what the yeah. hell is this? If you guys yeah, if our listeners haven't seen Event Horizon, watch it. It's Now's good. The time. It was a mid nineties. Uh, yeah, it was I think it was ninety six. Yeah. It's after Jurassic Park. Yeah. And, yeah, so it has Sam Neill from Jurassic Park right. in Actually, it. Actually, yeah, it does. That's mm-hmm. right. And he does yeah. a phenomenal job. Yeah. You know, there's not very many horror movies out there that actually scare me this one got under my skin that one was it's, scary. yeah it's yeah creepy. this it's one good. gets under your skin it's kind of a unique uh, uh storyline yeah i don't want to yeah. you know no 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 don't tell us. anybody yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a black hole involved jump in yeah <laughs> yeah so um yeah this sounds like a weapon that would be in that movie when they like cross the other side but one of the researchers who was in the sort of like r d of the prototype of this laser rifle said the pain will be beyond endurance but then he yeah. wanted to remain anonymous, <laughs> having worked on this project. He doesn't want to get shot. <laughs> right. Yeah. God. God I wonder, I'm going to go watch Event Horizon when we yeah. get there. No, I'm not. I wonder if uh, U.S. military has the same kind of technology yet, or if they're catching up. You know, you know, they keep these kind of things under wraps sometimes. But uh, We're too busy making spaceships right now. Yeah, maybe. Which is fine by me. Yeah. I, I want... I want Space warfare. <laughs> if uh, if those laser beams don't keep you in check, uh, a new legal ruling <laughs> should keep you in check. Uh, just as powerful just, as a laser rifle. <laughs> the motherfucking, the Oxford motherfucking comma. Yeah. You got to use it, folks. If That's not, it. yeah. If you don't use the Oxford comma, you're gonna get sued. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. One might say, it's useless. I can make a list of three things without having the comma after You're useless. Before the and. It creates ambiguity, So much folks. confusion. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it makes the sentence readable. Yeah. Perfectly mm-hmm. readable. Something you understand that you are listing off three, four, five, maybe six different things. Yeah. Something feels like it's missing when you don't put that comma there. And so, I love the example they yeah, give in here yeah. where they talk about, like, I don't know, um... The court case came from a different sentence, but like they give this example of food and it's something like, I love, I don't know, cupcakes, pizza, and ice cream. And if you don't put that comma in before the end, yeah, then it makes it sound like you only like the pizza and ice cream together, not separate. That's not so big of a deal to be confused about. It's a big deal. It's it, a big well, deal. Have that, you had that, pizza ice cream? <laughs> it's like, I don't want ice cream on my pizza. I love awful. both, but that just sounds Actually, bad. that sounds good to me. <laughs> Maybe okay. if it was like specially made pizza ice cream. Like, like how people like, put bacon on donuts. Like sometimes the sweet oh, and the God. whatever. The I don't yeah. And I love both those things. I don't understand it. Yeah. I just don't get I'm like, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> Did you spill something? Like what did you do? <laughs> like I like mayonnaise and I like chocolate, but I don't like mayonnaise and chocolate. I hate mayonnaise, so I can't follow you down this oh, weird road. You want to like make s'mores with mayonnaise instead of marshmallows? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Do you Eat like that just take up. some like Hershey's chocolate into the fucking mayonnaise Ew. jar just stir oh, it? Oh my god! Or like Not dip yet. it like a French fry. Break up the Hershey's bar <laughs> into little dip. sticks. Do we yeah. know any deprived stoners around here? Oh, little god. Try this? <laughs> it's like, you know. Okay, so what happened? Not deprived. Right, and he's got yeah. In Maine, um, this uh, Oxford comma dilemma uh, went to court. 
Um, Thank God. Someone so, needs to rule on this. Well, actually, yeah, because it, there was like this this labor lawsuit. Um, I think these dairy drivers were suing the company because the company didn't give them overtime pay. And they got into like, I don't know, this crazy technicality. Yeah. In, um, Wait, in that's their... what caused it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was like an actual lawsuit <laughs> where people were like, we're not being paid overtime. And the company said, we don't have to. Um, because of the way this sentence was worded. Yeah, so here, here's here's how the, the state of Maine's law reads. Um, you're entitled to one and a half times normal pay for any hours worked beyond 40 hours a week. However, there are some exemptions to this rule. Specifically, companies don't need to pay overtime for the following activities. And the canning, comma, comma. processing, comma, comma. I'll do the commas. Preserving, comma, freezing, comma, drying, comma, marketing, comma, storing, comma, Packing for shipment and or distribution of agricultural produce, meat and fish product, or perishable foods. Mm-hmm. So the packing for, for shipment or distribution of was not comma. There is no comma after shipment. So it makes it sound like the workers have to do both shipment and, and distrib- distribution. In order for that to be exempt. Yeah. Which is not true. The, the law was intended to list packing for shipment and comma distribution as two separate activities but the court of maine said no it reads as if yeah. it means you're only exempt if you pack it uh pack for shipping and you distribute it so the um was it a <laughs> they, union or is it uh mm, the, just the, the drivers, drivers just was like a class action suit yeah or just, yeah class action the court ruled in favor of the drivers there. yep yeah and the dairy uh had to pay out like about 10 million dollars because of that comma or Way to go, Maine. Yeah. You know what could have stopped it all? The Oxford comma. Mm. The Oxford comma. And you all know what? We were all taught how to use it. Yeah. So use it, fuckers. Mm-hmm. So that AP style uh, of writing doesn't require uh, Oxford commas. The Chicago style, which is what uh, is used often for um, uh, like uh, publishers and academia mm. and trade Novels. publications. Novels. They all use the Oxford comma. It's time for the AP style to just jump on board and embrace the Oxford comma because it's tearing us apart, folks. It's costing us millions of dollars. Mm. We can't no, it's costing some not company. to use it. <laughs> yeah, it's costing some company. We need more Oxford commas, less religion, maybe more lasers. Right. And just an to open, enforce all that. And an open mind. Yeah. And an open mind, yes. And there are Oxford commas in all of that list. But I will not, I, I will, you will not. Sway me on the Oxford commas. It's too important. It's too important. We, we have to have it. I'm I'm sticking my ground. It, it looks classy, people. Yeah. It's classy. Yeah. <laughs> just you looks know, better. You know someone that uses the Oxford comma knows the difference between Y-O-U-R and Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Exactly. There you go. And there you have it. I think that concludes this uh, this episode. Thanks, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This is... Has been six degrees of rumination <laughs> with your hosts Reno Gorman, comma Nina Boyd, comma, comma and their producer Mike. Mm. Period. Beautiful. Good night.